Welcome to the Sales Not Selling Podcast, where veteran sales professional Stacy Garrett will cover topics that will help you be more successful at sales without selling. Without selling. Learn tips and tricks for success, as well as ways to be your best authentic self. Thanks for joining me on my podcast today. I'm Stacy Garrett, and I have been in promotional product sales since 1999, when I was oh so young. I would have never guessed after graduating with a degree in marketing and advertising that I'd be doing sales, but here I am over 20 years later, and sure enough, I'm in sales and actually loving it. I think the key for me is that I don't really sell. I help my clients with logoed products that they use to promote their brand or messaging to their customers and employees. Many people, including myself, call it swag, but others call it ad specialties and a few other names that I don't really like, so I'm going to keep them to myself. Today, I'm going to talk about the importance of finding the right clients. When I was first starting out, the right clients for me were different than they are now. I needed to gain experience and keep my risk low at the beginning, so I was happy to help small coffee shops with a handful of coffee mugs and a mechanic with some t-shirts for himself. There were great opportunities for me to gain experience, and to be honest, I would work with anyone that asked me for logoed products when I first started out. After years of doing that, I realized that I should look for clients that I felt I was a good fit for. How do you know when a client's a good fit for you? Great question, right? Well, one way is to think about how you feel about the company. I have to genuinely want the company to be successful. That may sound silly, but to give an extreme example, If the KKK came to me and asked me to do some logoed products for them, I would say absolutely heck no. It's not an organization I want to even see around, let alone help them be successful. Okay, so that was extreme, but you get what I'm saying. It's hard to make that call, and if the opportunity is really good, it may be worth making sure your opinions of the company are based on solid evidence. For example, I'm a fangirl of Starbucks. I'm a shareholder, and I go there, well, a lot. Well, if Pete's Coffee came to me and asked me to help them with their swag, I'd need to do some research because it isn't that I don't like Pete's Coffee. It's just that I love Starbucks. Maybe I just haven't heard enough about Pete's to truly want to see them succeed yet. Another thing to look at is similar values. When I say that, I don't mean your personal values but more the things that matter in a business relationship. For example, if I am meeting with a new prospect and they talk about how they're looking for a new vendor, by the way, I'm not particularly fond of the word vendor for myself because I'm a true partner for my customers, but that may be subject for another podcast. Anyway, if a prospect says they're looking for a new vendor that has the lowest prices, I can pretty much tell we're not a good fit. I'll ex- I'll, I will often explain that I'm not always the lowest price, but also not the highest price either. I provide value and service that just doesn't allow me to be the lowest price most of the time. I use retailers as an example. I'm not a Walmart level of store, but I'm also not Saks Fifth Avenue. I'm somewhere in the middle taking care of my customers and looking out for their best interest. I'm sure they will find someone that is the cheapest around. And they'll get the service that comes with that low price model. I'm okay with that because I know that the clients that are a good fit for me 
see the value in all the extras I provide and my true partnership and creativity. Most of my customers I absolutely adore and I truly believe in. It's so easy for me to go the extra mile because I really do believe in their brand and helping them succeed. When you feel that way about some of your clients, you'll then be able to identify the ones you're working with you don't feel that way about. Take notice of that. And the next time you're looking for a client, try and look for ones that you can be on board with and really want to see them be successful. That also leads me to your contacts within a company. I think it's important to have mutual respect for each other. If you're treated poorly because you are, quote, just a salesperson, then maybe they're not the right fit for you. Unless, of course, you want to be, quote, just a salesperson, in which case, I kind of doubt you'd be listening to this podcast, but to each their own. It is really hard to not take on certain clients by saying no to them, but sometimes having a client that's not a good fit for you can drain your energy and time. It may also keep you from finding a client that is a great fit. I had a client one time that was a whole lot of fun to work with, but every single time we worked together, I'd come up with all these cool creative ideas, and then they'd put them out to bid to the lowest price. I totally understand this is standard operating procedure for some companies, but it took me several times to figure out that I had a choice of not giving them all these creative ideas and could be just like everyone else. It was just bidding on the products. I finally stopped even bidding on the projects. I decided, well, I like the fun, bigger projects. I really wanted to be creative and be valuable for my creativity. So I told them that I'd be declining the bid opportunities and I never looked back. Every once in a while, I'd look on, I'll think of those projects, but my sales didn't drop. And I honestly barely noticed because I had all this free time to look for clients that I could be creative for. I also realized I work well with clients that are willing to let me be creative. They look to me for ideas on how to go to market with promotional items. They can be larger companies or smaller companies. It's more a mindset of the person I'm working with. I get so much joy from coming up with creative ideas and helping implement them that I seek out those types of customers as well. It doesn't mean I can't work with companies that send me all the creative. I just provide them products, but they're not the customers I really seek out. I hope these examples have helped you think about the customers you love to work with and you can easily say are the right client for you. Now, how do you get more of those types of customers so that you increase sales while also increasing your satisfaction with working with these fabulous clients? I find that many of my referrals that I get from customers that are the right fit for me are also prospects that are often also the right fit. It isn't always the case, but it often works out that way. What do you think? Did you enjoy this episode of Sales Not Selling? I really appreciate you joining me. Let's connect. You can find me on LinkedIn as Stacy Garrett 29. That's S-T-A-C-Y-G-A-R-R-E-T-T number 29. Or on my podcast page on LinkedIn and Facebook by looking up sales, not selling. Hey, you also can press subscribe to get this podcast direct to your podcast listening device as soon as new episodes are created. I would also love a review if you're wanting to help this new podcaster out. Let me know if there's a topic you would like me to discuss or have any feedback. I'd love to hear from you. Have a wonderful day and spread a little joy.